Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drifting Pro-Am, and I am your host, Gerald Hernandez. And this week's guest is Jordan Jensen out of Texas, uh, driving an LS-powered S13 coupe. And he's actually going to be competing for the first time this year. For the most part, he did come from grassroots. Um, anyways, we get into pretty much everything, uh, where he's from, where he, how he started drifting, all that fun stuff, and what his plans are. Uh... I do want to apologize ahead of time for the audio. This is the first time I'm trying to use this recorder, this new setup, to where I'm, you know, I not only do I have to monitor my volume on the computer, I also have to monitor their volume, and it's it's not great. I'm not going to lie. But uh, I will work on it to get it better. But thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, man? I think I finally got it. Uh, <laughs> thank God. Let me uh, do some audio adjustments so my mic's not too loud. What is going on, sir? How you doing? Chilling, man. I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing all right. Just uh, finally figured this all out. Sorry about that. You're the uh, test dummy. I should have had it figured out before you came on, but, uh, you know. Then again, never did I claim this was the best show. Just a show. <laughs> well happy to be a part of it uh, thank you uh, so if you would like to just go ahead introduce yourself who you are where you're from um, and what you drive and uh, where you drive and all that fun stuff alright uh, sweet yeah uh, my name is Jordan Jensen I'm originally from Michigan but I'm in West Texas right now um, heading down to San Antonio area actually this Friday uh, get a little closer to some events down there. Um, I drive a turbocharged six-liter LS base S13. Um, lots of angle on it, cage, uh, fire system, all the all the goodies on it. Yeah. Uh, just your standard, I guess, uh, dream chasing car. So hopefully, uh, the new setup this year will be will be a lot of fun and um, hit a bunch of events, man. Looking to hit as many club loose events as possible uh, definitely try to get down to lone star i know a lot of the events are down in houston this year um not too far of a drive definitely much closer than el paso but uh yeah man try to spread it out a little bit i like to drive a few events all over nice and then um you're a this is going to be like your first year competing right you're a grassroots driver for the most part aren't you Yep. Yeah. Um, so this year will be, well, depending on how this Corona awesomeness pans out, um, this will be the first year competing and, uh, looking forward to it, man. Um, <clears throat> had my fair share of, uh, grassroots fun trying to step up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people I've noticed try to do that and, uh, they always do a lot better than, dumbasses like me who just go into competition with like no experience just like <laughs> i want to drive with von getting junior or whatever it it always happens um how long have you been driving um on and off for about six years okay um, so i joined the military a while back um met a, a really good friend of mine who's also uh chasing the dream as well hopefully this year um we'll be able to drive some more josh Samer is his name drives a LS1, S14, Koki, based out of Houston. Um, met him down in Florida when we both lived down there. Okay. And uh, interesting story there. So I bought a S13 hatch with a dual cam K and had no idea what I was getting into, none whatsoever. So yeah, I was down in Florida. Uh, met Josh down there. I was at the, uh, the little ghetto shop, I guess, on the base down there. And this random dude comes up to me and he's got what looks like at the time I actually had no idea that you know the car that I had had an older brother called an S14 um, so he pulls up to me and just walks up and says hey man um, I'm taking your driver's seat and I'm gonna go racing this weekend um, and I was like cool I'm riding with yeah <laughs> we've been best friends ever since and nice. kind of got hooked on that um, it's like the, the best love story a, I've heard all year yeah right <laughs> so at the time, it was a SR car, uh, but okay, definitely got me hooked on on grassroots. I met a lot of great people, uh, so yeah, that's kind of how I got started. And then 
Uncle Sam throwing me all over the country and all over the world, so on and off uh, due to that. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, and you're permanently in Texas, or are you just there right now? Um, I've been out in West Texas for um, four and a half years now, and then moving down to Central Texas this weekend. Um, and that is where I will be staying for the foreseeable future. So. Oh, okay. Um, and then, obviously, there's a whole bunch of crap going on right now. So I'm pretty sure all your plans changed like everyone else's did. Uh, what was the original plan this year? So I had a, a Turbo 5.3 um, last year. Junkyard okay. Motor had no idea what it was. Um, had been running the high horsepower RB20 for a long time. Um, got a little tipsy one night, saw an offer for a dude looking to put a Nissan engine back in his Nissan and wanted to trade his, his full LS swap. So went ahead and did that. Um, that's another cool story. We'll get into it another time. Uh, ended up having oiling issues, as every junkyard engine with God knows how many miles has. Um, and so I smoked that engine, and I said, well, you know, season's coming up here pretty soon. Texas doesn't really have an off-season. Uh, so I figured, well, I'll just throw a 6.0 in it, stock, low boost, new turbo, and uh, call it good. You know, somewhere around 450, maybe. Well, then everything, you know, happened, and now we're slowed down. So I decided, well, let's go ahead and build it top to bottom. If we're going to do it, do it once, be done with it, hopefully – at least for a couple seasons. Uh, I'd like to get at least three out of this engine if I can. Ideally, right? Yeah, ideally. Ideally, I'd like to not ever have to build another engine and for somebody else to pay for all my car stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially, I mean, you know, as you get into LS world and high horsepower, really anything, tires are stupid. You go through so many. Um, I have 14 sets right now loaded on the trailer, um, and that lasts me like a two-day event. What tires do you run? Um, on and off. So it really depends. Like for No Coast, um, No Coast Bash, shout out to Dan Brocky, um, out in Albuquerque we go to every year. That track surface is super rough, uh, and it's just a fast style event, a lot of fun. You just go drive as much as you possibly can. So for that, I run, like, the cheapest 265 or 285 I can find at the time, and I just take, like, 50. Um, doesn't really matter, but um, plan to run, to run Kenda this year, um, but we'll see how that goes. Got some internal stuff going on with that. So maybe um, Valinos or uh, Falcons, if Lone Star will allow it, if I can find a Falcon tire that will hold up to the abuse and still meet the, the tire standards. Huh. Um, if Lone Star would allow what? Like you to run a Falcon? Like a... Yeah, so so Lone Star's tire rule um, for their... I guess they don't really have a pro series anymore. Um, but for their like unlimited series... Yeah. Is, uh, it's a max of 285 wide with a 300 tread wear. Um, and ideally... I'd... What was the what was the reason you had mentioned something about Kendas? Um, depending on how that goes. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to work out um, with Kenda to get on board with them, um, just due to us running so many tires. So not only do I drive, um, but my wife drives a 350Z as well. Oh, which obviously sweet. doesn't. Yeah, yeah, super cool. So doesn't go through as many tires. Um, usually, I just give her like scrubs off of mine. And then, oh, course, you're she... such a gentleman. And on special so... occasions, you give her new ones, huh? That's hey, such, hey, such a fucking I'm sweet the... guy. Don't give her any ideas? Sorry. I apologize. So, yeah, but it works out. I mean, I, I get a few laps in, too. Yeah. Um, And then take them off, and she goes and runs 25 laps. Oh, nice. So drive all day yeah so it works out really only have to buy tires for my car and then just pass them down until they're super dead oh sweet um what when's the last time you guys were able to like go out and drive together um it's been a while we went to 
um, some little street spot. We'll call it Mexico um, <laughs> around Christmas. Around Christmas, um, we were able to have a little fun together then. So um, then her car got some safety updates. Um, she got a new like FT legal cage that we put in and um, new OMP seats and harnesses and all that stuff. Um, converted to electric power steering over the standard hydraulic. Um, and then obviously I blew up the, the five, three in my car. So yeah. What'd you end up doing? Did you blow everything up or would you, what was like salvageable on it? Um, nothing. <laughs> so I didn't like shoot a rod or anything, but, um, ended up being some kind of oiling issue. Um, I think the pump itself failed. And I got rid of it before I took it apart to really diagnose, which was kind of dumb. But um, literally melted the thrust bearing on the crank to the crank. <laughs> um, so when I when I pried the crank out, it, the entire thrust bearing came with it, and it was just melted. It was disgusting. Um, and then fried the turbo and ate the housings and all that stuff. So um, I ended up giving that block to a buddy. Uh, I think I think I sold it to him because it had a brand new cam in it with ARP everything. I think I sold some for like hundred bucks. Um, he ended up putting a, a spare crank in it and getting all the machine work done and boring it out to a five seven, and then put forged LS one uh, pistons in it. So oh, nice! Now he's got a he's got a cast block um, five seven now that he's going to end up boosting going in his three fifty C. So. Yeah, I considered doing the same thing when I blew my LS6, but then I got, like, the LS2 I have now for so cheap. So I was just like, nah. And I really didn't want the weight because my car is already ridiculously overweight. Yeah, you got that big body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and my car is big, too. That's the bad part. Well, hey, I, I mean, I was going for a car. But, yeah. <laughs> um. Do you know uh, Sam Silva out there? He has a couple of these, actually. Sam? No, I, I, I He does a lot of Lone Star stuff. I don't know exactly. Where, he and I don't know each other. Don't know each other through drifting. We actually know each other uh, through the Cadillac um, groups. Nice. Believe it or not. But no, he I, ends I'm up not familiar, there. man. Um, yeah, he's got a couple that he actually built and drifts out there, too. Um, nice. Do you plan on doing like any other out of state stuff this year? Um, I'm gonna try to. I'd like to go. Obviously, um, No Coast is huge for us, so that's Labor Day weekend up in Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico, and then being down in Central Texas, um, we're used to driving. Well, out here in you know, El Paso and West Texas, we're used to driving five-ish hours because Albuquerque was a home track for us here. Um, so we load up all the cars, usually three cars, uh, on the trailer and head up know five and a half hours up to albuquerque um but with us moving to central texas that kind of same range um five to eight hours gets us you know new orleans um maybe up to okc a little bit hit up the oklahoma drift scene um just some stuff like that i, I definitely want to travel east uh, and see what's up and then uh mid pond is is on the list for sure um kevin white makes the trip from from Alabama all the way out to no coast every year. So I definitely want to return the favor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't get to get out much. And then we're fucking prima donna, prima donnas here in SoCal. Like, like I live it like, I don't know, 12 miles, uh, east of downtown LA and Irwindale's like eight miles from my house. The track after that, which would be like, we have two little go-kart tracks out here. I think one's like, Mm -hmm. 50 miles the other one's maybe like 65 and so is the other one just in opposite directions and we're fuck we still bitch and complain about having to drive that man spoiled out there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we're just... we're all like oh i gotta wake up at five to get there at six <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then bitch. we leave the night before yeah exactly <laughs> show sleep, up at sleep, the same time yeah sleep in your truck if you're lucky uh-huh yeah yeah well we, we got a. Uh... 10 month old baby now so we take oh, turns drive oh um, that's uh but that's very it's fun. great man um five weeks old he he went to his first race it was no coast so he got to experience the joys of 
alcoholism at its finest. Dude, that's awesome. I actually have an eight-year-old. Um, speaking of which, I don't know if you've ever listened to this show or not, but I'm very adamant about how much I dislike uh, YouTube. Not necessarily YouTubers, just kind of like the whole idea behind it. My mm-hmm. eight-year-old decided he wanted to start a YouTube channel, so I was like, fuck me. <laughs> so now I got to support him. Like I, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when when my little dude, you know, hands me his fake phone. Like I have to answer it. Yeah, yeah. If not, you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, like that. That could be Yakuza on the other line, you know. Yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> let's get a little bit of details on the car. So you, I know you have a six liter uh, LS. I, I don't remember if you mentioned you ha- what trans you had. What's your rear setup and just overall build? Um, yeah, man. So I'm actually, um, standing outside looking at it on the trailer right now. So I'll just walk it front to back. Um, full D max kit, um, D max front bumper, 50 millimeter fronts and 50 millimeter rear overs. Um, OEM metal Sylvia hood that I had to cut up. It was kind of a love hate thing, you know, like, man, this is a nice hood. I probably shouldn't cut it. And then I was like, I'm definitely going to cut this. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, do it? you know? Um, put the, the D max, um, vent on it, but I couldn't, like, I I wanted to just get an original like D max vented hood, but where the intake sits and how the turbo and everything sits, um, I needed the vent to be a little further back, um, where like the D max ones are kind of more towards the front of the hood. So, um, yeah, I have a Unify R and D, um, angle kit on it. So Aaron Mansfield out of Washington makes those phenomenal kits. Um, definitely highly recommended. I have I dialed it back this year. Um, 77 degrees lead angle, uh, five degrees of Ackerman, so 72 degrees uh, trail, and completely adjustable, top to bottom, everything. It's beautiful. Um, but with that, I run uh, 350Z front hubs and then i run 350z 13 inch brembo front rotors with uh, 30 millimeter um z32 front calipers um front tire setup is a 215 45 on a 17 Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm going to be changing that as soon as we get down to san antonio what do you put on there 235 40 what everybody else and their mama runs yeah, I run that I, same tire in the I, front. <laughs> I've I've been debating on it because I've had zero understeer issues uh, with the 215, and they have like half a season on. So I'm not sure when I'll do it, but I'd like to eventually. I, I usually um, kind of dictate that on what kind of tire is going to be up front. Um, like right now, I just have some Mile Stars. They're like an all season tire for the most part. Um, not sure. but. I didn't have any understeer issues, and I ran a what is this? A, it's behind me right now. I think it's a two forty five forty. Like no issue. I didn't get any understeer understeer problems, but I only drove on them like three laps until my car broke, and it's been sitting. Coming up on nine cars months now. So <laughs> fucking cars hate. are so cool, dude. No, they're not. I fucking hate them. <laughs> I wish. Oh. I was, like, why couldn't I get into like dealing coke or something? That'd have been so much cooler. I'd have been so much more oh, richer. My- Dude, and so I probably have cheaper. and better stories. Like I ran from the cops today. Not doing that in the fucking drift car. I trailer everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually just had the neighbors come down the other day, and they're like, "Dude, we never see this out." Yeah, it goes from the stupid garage to the stupid trailer. To the stupid and track back and back home. It, yeah. Um. But yeah, working from there. So I have um. It's actually an eBay radiator. I think it was like a hundred and thirty bucks. Ain't mad at you. Uh, does it work? And I had a, yeah, it works great. So I had a friend of mine um, convert it to triple pass. Uh, learned that from Brandon Wicknick. Oh, sweet. Um, and then where they just cut the side. Yeah, well, this is this is a top feed, so I, I cut the top and the bottom, um, which forces just forces it to go through three times yeah. rather than once. Um, and then the derail Rad Series fan shroud with their um, 2000 CFM fans. Yeah, I know. I need to so, order mine. Dude, they're they're great, man. Um, when I turn them on, it blows the dust off the windshield. It's it's great. Oh, you're still front mount. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying not to go rear mount for as long as possible. Um, uh, but, cost yeah. for reasons of cost or just the actual labor that's involved in that. 
I, I really don't have a good answer to that because it's it's not crazy expensive. That's um, what I'm asking. Yeah, and the labor really isn't much. Um, I just don't want to do that right Are you now. doing your? Do you do your own work and stuff like that, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, okay. uh, usually myself and uh, a few buddies come over, and you know we'll have a few beers and work on the cars. Uh, but yeah, I built the car top to bottom. Same thing with the three fifty Z. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> I am running into some packing issues up front, just because uh, the turbo crossover, and I got a bigger turbo this year, so kind of makes things in the bay a little smaller, which uh-huh. obviously makes uh, keeping heat down a bigger issue. But I usually don't have have too many issues, and I don't have tires to last for hot lapping anyways so yeah i made the mistake of buying like a um like an ls swap kit radiator setup from summit which the radiator is fine i don't think that's the issue but i got like the swap kit and it comes with like maybe 1500 cfm fans combined (laughs) so and i was like oh i got a rear radiator it'll be fine uh no yeah so talk soaks real quick (laughs) yep yeah, so talking with uh, a lot of dudes that I look up to that run um, Pro 2 and Pro 1 and some crew chiefs and, and pit guys for them, um, rear mount is, is really easy to do. It's just really hard to get right. Um, so until I have, you know, a month or two of downtime where I can really, like, lay out and, ha- and have a focused design on how I want to do it, I'm, I'm kind of holding off until then. Yeah, at least, like, next off-season or something. Yeah, for for the three days that texas has an off season it's oh, that's um, right you guys is like pretty much year round but it's same here in california track's yeah. always hot well it was yeah. until yeah. life happened yeah corona's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i don't run a front sway bar right now because when i built a turbo crossover i was stupid and didn't have the front sway bar on so now i can't run one which kind of sucks um but I don't mind it. It feels pretty good. So, um, yeah, fully built 6.0. It's a cast block. Um, mm-hmm. They're just cheap, to, to be totally honest. They're much cheaper than, than ILS-3. Um, jet, uh, Gen 3 engine. So I had the crank uh, ported, polished. The rotating assembly was balanced up to 10K within half a gram. Um, I'm going to try to spin 9 this year. See what happens. Um, party are you trying to have dude i'm i'm trying to party man you got the valve train uh, to back that up yep yeah so (laughs) um fully balanced bottom end and then actually stock 317 heads um with very very mild work on them um but but everything is is as tight of tolerance as we could possibly do it and then um i still have to order these the uh jessel shaft mount rocker system okay um, oh, so your car's not even running and, right now, or it is? No, that's 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 the last piece I'm waiting on. Oh. Um, but I wanted to make sure that we were all good to go for the move before I dropped fifteen hundred bucks on rocker arms. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That, so I'm yeah, building the um, yeah, and then I, I actually run a hydraulic cam, um, like most guys do, uh, but I run a solid lifter setup. Uh, what's the reasoning so, behind that? Because of the high, the uh, high RPMs you want to do. Yeah, high RPM. Um, so it's a Morel link bar setup, um, solid lifter, and then obviously custom length push rods. They're uh, three eighths diameter and O um, ninety wall, so pretty thick. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, big. But they fit. Yeah, they fit in this stock. Uh, about the biggest I could go with fitting in the stock um, push rod bore. So um, I have that, and then um, BTRs. 675 springs um, with the seat pressure that I needed for the solid setup. Um, it's, it's really pretty basic, man. LS6 intake manifold, um, 78 mil turbo. Did you put those springs on yourself? Yep. I have the 660 yeah, the springs, and oh my fucking God, did my forearm hurt by the time I was done. <laughs> so I built a, uh, a custom spring compressor using a uh, C clamp. And so it bolts on and then you just screw it down and it pushes two down at a time, like basically one cylinder at a time and you just drop everything in and then release it and you're done. 
that's what I need to do. But I, I just, uh, I just used what I had and or what I had access to rather. My dad had like the old school. It's like a big C clamp basically from Craftsman. Yeah, but it doesn't give the you giant like one that goes. Yeah, that but goes it doesn't give you like head. any fucking leverage. <laughs> and you're, I got tennis elbow from it. Nice. Yeah, you was, for like two weeks. Yep, I was like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. And then I bought, um, I bought that little eBay kit. That's like thirty bucks. It's like a quarter inch plate. I don't know if you've seen them before, yeah. but uh, it worked well. But it bends like immediately. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A uh, buddy of mine told me that too. He ended up getting one that was uh, it was just a single spring thing, and um, we used that a few times on this car, but we had to put like a hose clamp around the, the actual compressor itself because with the double springs, it couldn't grab, and it would like fling it out and shoot everywhere. It was oh, great. Oh, shit. I think I know which one you're talking about too. That one's – it's when you have to turn it on the top. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, like 12 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that thing. <laughs> I was like – Dude, this is so sketchy. I tried it with like one, and then my dad lives like probably like thirty-five miles from me. I tried it with the first one, and as soon as as soon as it popped off, I was like, "Fuck this!" And I just went to my dad's house and picked up his. <laughs> nice, um, yeah. LOJ swap kit. Uh, I run the Z32 five-speed behind it. Okay. Um, with a, a custom, not, oh, I run the swap flywheel. Um, but a custom clutch disc and pressure plate setup from uh, Competition Clutch. Okay. Those guys are great. They've, they've helped me out a lot. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. So um, I guess keep working the way back. Uh, car's completely gutted, obviously. Um, FD legal cage inside. The stock dash, uh, but everything's gutted underneath it. And, and its whole dash comes out in four minutes, I think. Um, drivetrain comes out in 14 from the drive shaft forward. Um, for gauges, I run, I have four mechanical gauges, uh, oil pressure, oil temp, boost, and wideband. And then I run, um, uh, Samsung Galaxy Tab A. They're, I think it's seven inch or eight inch, um, uh, with a Bluetooth off of the, uh, ECU. Nice. And so that shows me all my ECU readings and GPS speed and stuff like that. I um, thought about doing that because that's so much cheaper than gauges. It it really is, man. Um, I mean, you can get even the nice Bluetooth adapters are are like sixty bucks. Yeah. Um, and but I just don't know how, how like accurate or not not necessarily. Is the, there's there's got to be like a latency to it, like where it's not like immediate. Like obviously, it's not enough to possibly kill it if you're paying attention. But it does, I don't know, I just don't get that peace of mind that I do with a, a physical gauge. Yeah, that's why, for me, I have, I guess, the important things. Um, oil, I guess, for me, is the most important on this car because um, of the previous issues. Yeah. Um, but that's why I have those all mechanical so that I don't have that lag. Um, I haven't noticed anything super like blatantly obvious. Uh-huh. Um. But you can tell, like on startup, a few times it'll it'll lag, and then once it's been running for a few minutes, I <clears throat> I haven't noticed anything like super crazy. Yeah, so that's my only concern, because um, I wanted to do it too, but I I would probably just keep at least like the oil and water temp, like you know, in a tack on hand. Yeah, because even yeah, because um, even like a couple of buddies I have, like they have the race pack, and I just. I don't really care for it. Like it just it does nothing for me. I I like the race pack just for that I guess like that cool guy. Like I have a race pack. <laughs> no, I but, I've always loved gauges. So. Yeah, but it's yeah, I'm with you on that. It's like something about getting in the car and you you're like that fighter pilot in the Yeah, cockpit. that's exact yeah, that's exactly why I like it. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, pretty pretty standard from there. Um I have a, a relay board and switch panel that I built. Um, hydro, obviously, dual caliper setup out back. Um, seat and steering wheels, nothing special. Um, OMP, FIA rated. Um, I sealed off the factory, um, like rear seat. Basically, did like a rear seat delete, um, but sealed everything off. And then, like right behind um, the cage. The yep. Yeah. Okay. So the only thing uh, inside the 
cabin is just the cool shirt setup um, that I built actually. So I just have a little cooler in there that I built and it's strapped down and, and sealed and everything. And then it runs um, ice water through the cool shirt and helps keep me a little cooler. Um, and then in the trunk, I have the Moroso uh, three quart oil accumulator and the battery and electric power steering pump. There's so, a lot going on in that thing. Um, <clears throat> what made you go electric power steering? I know, like, I noticed that it seems to be like a 50 50 mix with that. Like, some guys like uh, it, some guys fucking hate it. I, maybe they just did it wrong, but I've seen people swear by it, and then I've seen people, like, talk shit about it. Yeah, so when I had the RV in the car, um, I kept having power steering issues. Uh, I would go through pumps, and RB stuff is, is a bitch to get. So, I, I mean, I did make a lot of friends from it, New Zealand and Australia, and they made a lot of money off me sending me shit over here all the time. <laughs> um, like, this for, fucking wankers pay me top dollar for this shit. <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, oh, yeah, it's it's $100 uh, NCD. Like, oh, great. So it's 150 and then $100 to ship it for a stupid-ass $30 power steering pump. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I have to wait 10 days because Customs is super cool and really wants to know all about this power steering pump that's going to fail three days later anyways. Yeah. So, you just can't uh, wait out here. I know. It's tough. You can. You just put an LS in your car and boost it. Um, so, yeah, I got rid of that. Uh, I don't remember where I read it. It was either James Dean or Peter or one of the Pro 1 cars. Um, they were running... Um, Volt, no, not Volvo. That's what I run. Uh, MR2 pumps. Um, and and they were the same thing, kind of mixed on it. But they did like that you could adjust the pressure on it. Um, and some of the other guys, the European guys, were saying that they like the Volvo pumps better because it's a, a standard higher pressure than the MR2. And um, none of those guys really have issues with them. So I tried that out. Um, ended up picking one up. I think I got the whole kit from some dude down in Florida. It was like thirty bucks. Sorry, 300 bucks. Um, That's a big difference, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, no, junkyard. Dude, if you do it, go to the junkyard. The pumps are like 35 bucks, And then just get your fittings. It's easy. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, guys like super overcharged for it. It's silly. Um, <clears throat> so I did that, and the then I'll go for you. <laughs> no, go for it. <laughs> sorry. Um so, yeah, I did that, and I still had the RB in the car, uh, and then obviously I had to delete the um, the belt for that and figure out routing and whatever, but um, I did have the lag with the RB that people talk about. So when you're going lock to lock um, or, or even angle and trying to come out of it to transition, there was like, I can't even say a, a second, a half a second maybe of lag um, where the pump was trying to catch up, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so... Um, I noticed that, that when I was trying to do that, I could hear the pump, the pump's super loud. Um, but I could hear the whine kind of die out for a second and then come back up. So I figured it was too small of an alternator. Um, did the CWC 140 amp, uh, LS one alternator upgrade. Never had that issue again. Um, so obviously with the, the six L in there, that alternator is just fine. And I don't have any issues. Um, I've gone lock to lock on the car plenty of times with, with not um, any issues or lag or anything like that and um, the 350z we kept having the same issue in my wife's car um, we went through three or four pumps and two or three different racks and changed all the lines out and couldn't figure out the issue um, so we put a new rack in it and then put the the volvo power steering pump in and it's been great ever since and that's on a stock uh 350z alternator oh okay that's good then um what what do you have for safety in that thing i know that you're kind of real adamant online about having a (laughs) fucking fire suppression system yes please and and you know what's really funny is all my friends when they saw my uh my story today they said are you gonna write about fire systems yes i fucking am and here's why because at park over the weekend Four of you fuckheads caught your cars on fire. Four. Four of you. Four. Four cars at the same event. Just put a fire system in there. There's so much misinformation out there. Fire systems are not expensive. You can get a four-port OMP FD Pro 1 legal 
fire system for like 450 bucks. And it looks really cool when you have hard lines ran properly and they look good and the nozzles are pointed at the right area. And you pull that thing because your shit's on fire. And then 30 minutes later, it dissolves and you spend 100 bucks. So you already have another tank that's filled and ready to go. You fix the problem and you can go back out and drive. That looks really cool. Not being on fire, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I was looking at another one. I don't even know the OMP one was that that inexpensive. I actually might have to look that one up now. Uh, what do I have in my fucking card on Summit? But it was a five-pound bottle. I just wasn't sure if that was if that'll work or not. I think I think Pro One calls for ten pound. Um, I, didn't see I go it. through I go through Ravi Tomerlin. Um, sorry, Ravi, if I messed your last name up, like always. Uh, he runs We Don't Lift Racing out of Phoenix. Um, okay, I've super heard of good. It. Super, super knowledgeable, love safety. Um, he's a road race dude, so they're they're super big on safety. Um, I just call him, Robbie, this is what I need, and I put in what he, what he tells me to put in. Um, he knows all of FD's safety specs and tech specs and stuff like that. Um, super, super great guy to work with. Oh, nice. So, yeah, he yeah, sells. I'll probably order uh, through him then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mention my name. He'll hook you up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, same, actually same setup that Andrew Schulte runs. Um, uh, if you guys follow him, whoever follows him on social media saw yeah, a few months right. back, he was, uh, yeah. So he took the race car out to like a local meet and it caught on fire and the fire system did its job. So super cool. Um, it dissolved, he fixed the issue and I am pretty sure he ended up going to the meet and then driving home later. So See, I can live with that, but you know, um, just a, tidbit of conversation we had previously uh yeah. a lot of guys kind of jimmy their fuel lines like they're not yeah like they're just a a fucking a hose clamp and some three eighths fuel line from AutoZone. like they're not even double hose clamped which you know obviously if it the, the first hose clamp is done correctly you shouldn't have to have a double but you know, there's, you don't, you can't have that much faith in people because we see dumb shit like cars catch on fire all the time. Yeah, I mean, and down a, questionable a paths. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's one thing that kind of bothers me um, with drifting itself. I guess is is people think that like having safety in your car takes away from grassroots. I saw that so much today, uh, and actually this week so far on my um social media feeds as well if we have all these systems then that takes away from grassroots um yeah and i agree it does a little bit but you can't keep doing grassroots if your shit keeps catching on fire or blowing up or god forbid you get in a wreck and you know your quarter inch bolt through the floor comes loose and then your seat goes forward and then your face is in the roll bar um I mean, Ravi said this when I first started talking to him, is how, how much do you value your head being attached to your shoulders? So that's that's kind of my standpoint on it. Um, but I, I definitely see a lot of issues that could be fixed if people just knew how to do it properly, I guess. Um, and I'm definitely not saying that I'm like the greatest car builder out there because I'm not. Um, but... Having having proper stuff, even proper hose clamps is better than just shoving, you know, like you said, a rubber hose over a hard line and hoping it doesn't come off. Yeah. But I did see a, a car this weekend up at Park um, that had all AN lines front to back, and he had a fuel injector uh, O-ring leak, and it pulled up, and then when it finally leaked onto the exhaust, then it caught fire. So there is, like, crazy things that happen um, that are out of your control. Oh, for sure. Even when you do have a, a great proper setup, you know, um, I, I don't know very many dudes that are going to check your injector O-rings every single time. No. And there's nothing to say that when you check them by putting them back in, you didn't just mess it up and that you'll never know. Um, yeah, but if you're fully, let's just say, you know, they pull up and they're like, hey, you know, I need you to fully pressurize your fuel system, you know, to make sure there's no leaks, that's something else. Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree. Um, and 
it would make tech longer and people would bitch about it, but maybe we wouldn't have four cars on fire at the same event. And I think that not just trying to single those dudes out because there's some super rad drivers out there and great builds. Um, I think there was some in Texas too. Um, I, I want to say one dude maybe had a small fire at, at the Club Loose event. Um, can't verify that though, so I'll have to ask some friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of mind-boggling. I, I completely understand, you know, not not everybody has a shit ton of money to just pour into this, and people have other priorities and families and stuff like that. Oh yeah, um, of course. I, I mean. I think we can both say that we definitely have other priorities, but if, uh, if I'm going to go out on the track and, and put myself or in my wife's case, like her car is definitely safer than my car. Um, but that's my wife. So in the event that something happens, I would hate to be like, have that in my head, you know, dang, if I would have just done this, then maybe she wouldn't have gotten hurt. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and same thing with your friends. Like if your friends get hurt and you're like, damn dude, I was just at the garage. I should have checked that. It only takes a minute if you're standing there drinking a beer, you know, check the fuel lines. See if they're okay. Or if you look at the car and you're like, dude, your your fuel line is zip tied to your fucking exhaust. Yeah, you, yeah, people do some wild shit and then uh, <laughs> they wonder why it should happen to them. And granted, I'm one yeah. of them. I do dumb shit too. So, um, it's funny you you'd mentioned earlier about like the car is fully gutted. I think that's one of like the most uh, I don't, I don't know care to... I just need to get the shit no 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 uh when people see the car like um just random people like if someone comes to my house or something and they happen to see the car they're like oh it's fully gutted I'm like uh yeah I think that's <laughs> for some reason that's like the question I it makes me cringe every time and yeah I don't, I don't I don't know why I'm like, I'm like, I thought that was like the first thing, the first rule of being a race car is you got to get the living shit out of it to make it light as possible. But what do I know? Unless you're like, uh, maybe not even to make it light. Just like, I'm, I'm not a fan of projectiles. <laughs> I don't, but. yeah, I don't need shit in here. That's well, mine, in my case, it needs to be lighter. Cause this thing, this pig still weighs 3,000, 3,100 pounds. So we'll yeah. See. We'll I see. mean, for for everybody else that doesn't drive boats, yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what, <laughs> but what our, your cars came in at? Um, I don't. Not since um, the LS. Um, I I definitely need to corner balance it. So hopefully, I can update that uh, next time you ask me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not. But those those are relatively lightweight, anyways. Don't you guys kind of struggle even to get to like the night the twenty nine hundred pound limit? Yeah, I think if I had to if I had to guess with me sitting in it, um probably twenty eight, twenty nine, maybe. Um just because of the cast block and the turbo and, and all that shit in there. Yeah. Did your car uh, uh when the last time you had it weighed, was it um what was your balance like as far as like front to weight ratio? Front to back. Uh front to so back. with the R V it was like 63% up front. Holy shit, seriously? Yeah, it was it was real gross, dude. <laughs> I re- but I... there was absolutely nothing in the back of the car. Nothing. Mine um, came in at like 55-45 and I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> I was mad about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was not a good thing. So, hopefully I've evened that out a little bit now. Um, moving some shit to the trunk and then um I change spring rates up a lot, which obviously doesn't affect the weight of the car um, physically, but hopefully it'll it'll help the feel a little bit. So we'll see, see how it goes. Yeah. Um, and then, so do you plan on doing any shootouts this year, other than the possible one that Texas is going to have? Um, the Texas one is definitely on the radar. Um, I, I want to get some seat time in with this setup and make sure that the car is dialed to how I like to drive. Um, I changed the rear ratio out, and then obviously the 6.0 and the bigger turbo, um, bigger tires this year, um, spring rates. So there, there's a whole lot of changes this year that I definitely want to hit, 
um, at least a few events and, and kind of feel it out before then um, and make the decision then. But I would like to, um, I don't know if they're going to host that like Midwest um, 10K shootout, but I think that that would be an absolute blast to go to. Um, probably don't see myself even placing very well because I know a, a lot of really, really good drivers go out there, but I think it'd just be fun to go out and, and drive with some new guys and uh, see how I do against some much better drivers. Yeah, definitely. It's always that, uh, like, kind of kind of want to see where you stack up against the local talent. Yeah, yeah. And, and for shootouts like that, like 10K shootouts, all the pros go out there. Um, whether they're in the pro car or their version of a missile car, which is still everybody's dream build. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is like a legit you know, just, pro-am car. Yeah, exactly. Um, makes makes my car look like a dump. But just seeing how you drive against that that driver talent um, is really cool. For sure. But, hey, man, I'm going to cut it off here. Um, thank you for coming on, sir. I do appreciate it. Yeah. I do actually have a couple questions, so we'll get to those real quick. Um, which I was kind of surprised by. Sometimes people just kind of tell me to fuck off and they don't even ask questions, but it's been a while since I've had a, an episode. Or recorded an episode, so <laughs> I'm sure that's the Yeah, man, fire away. Alright, we I'll start from the beginning. Um A U Z underscore one O said help me find headlight tent. Oh, oh. dude, I got you. I Shoot know. me a message. I um know. I got I got a local guy that um Austin that I Thompson. can either get the yeah, if you're if you're listening to this or when you do, shoot me a message, uh, Facebook or Instagram, either one is fine, um, and I'll hook you up, man. Let me know what what color you want and what headlights you have, and I'll send it over. You're such a nice guy. Uh, <laughs> Bella Racing said that's dad. <laughs> yeah, um, Robert Lowry is his name. Uh, Bell Racing. He's out of Houston. Um, Big shout out to him. Awesome dude. Uh, actually got to work with uh, Papadakis Racing for a while. Um, so super, super knowledgeable dude. Great on chassis setup. Um, I and see is, him on uh, Facebook in the group chats. Not the group chats. Yeah. The fucking uh, Drift Car Builders group. Yeah, super knowledgeable guy. Um, and he's actually really, really good with completely custom um, carbon setups. So... Uh, if anybody has seen his his latest post, that carbon hydro um, is a test dummy for my wife's car. Uh, hopefully that that comes out well, and then uh, we'll start making carbon hydros for sale, full carbon composite custom. Um, he's also I think he's also working on um, some custom Corvette pieces, oh, nice. um, body panels and and dash and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I can't can, afford all that. Maybe he could stuff. build you a custom dash. Uh, you, I don't know if you saw what I did to my dash, but I butchered the living shit out of it in. <laughs> but it's in. All right. Well, it's in there. That's what counts. Yeah, it just it, has to be stock appearing. Yeah, I fucking hate that rule. It's the only rule I don't like. All the safety shit, I'm cool with. All the rules, actually, except for the fucking stock dash. I'm like, you want me to put a hundred grand? Well, not obviously. My car doesn't have a hundred grand into it. But they're like, put a hundred grand into your car. But if you fucking change your dash and it looks any type of race car ish, <laughs> you're not gonna fucking be racing here. And I'm like, well, fuck me then. I yeah. like, I really like the race car, like the NASCAR style dashes, like the sheet metal ones. I like them. A lot of other people don't, and that's cool. Then run your fucking yeah. stock dash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen some good ones and some bad ones. Um, yeah, I've actually seen dudes take like trailer fenders. And make some really, really good-looking dashes out of them. Oh, fucking trailer um, fender? Yeah, a trailer fender. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google that, man. So, yeah, I've, I've seen it work out well. Because it has the 90 degree already, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that just comes down to my personal opinion. It's, it's easier to blanket um, and say no to that than have to inspect, like, how every single one is fucking mounted in the car. Oh, um, no. I had to add, like some square tubing onto my um 
my dash bar so I can raise the uh, the dash up because just the way everything was set up in this car. That's sick. And then I zip tied <laughs> it in over that. It wasn't like a full piece. It was just like a couple pieces like tack welded in. And then I just zip tied yeah. it. Nice, dude. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, Kevin will probably tell me to fuck off if the car ever makes it that far, but I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I got another one from afalk underscore 36 S13 question. Pop-ups or not, and hatch or coupe? Uh, pop-ups. Hang, pop-ups hang on, hang on. Before done. you answer that, I do want to say something. Uh, <laughs> everything is spelled wrong in this sentence. S13 question mark pop us or not hatch or couple sick yeah but I knew what he meant (laughs) so good awesome Um, I like the coop better so I've had I've had a hatch and a coop Um, I like the coop better Um, personally if pop ups are done correctly I think they look great but um, I like the the kind of angry face that the Sylvia front gives it Okay. I'm not a I don't I can care less about S chassis. I just I see them too many times. But when I see one on the street I'm like, oh shit, S chassis. <laughs> but when you go to the track sure. it's like they're just like flooded and I'm just like, Alright. Not anymore. Now it's all Z's man. Uh it's at least down there. Here. It's it's getting there. Oh, over there it is? Yeah, yeah. So some of the guys just went to the Club Loose uh, event over the weekend, and one of the comments that I heard was, it looks like a fucking Z dealership. <laughs> well, that's what it is. I got another one. Uh, sure. It says, hi, su- hi, sweetie. I'm a rising... Hi. Uh, hi, sweetie. I'm a rising webcam model. Please follow my main page. I will post there my uncensored content for you. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, sure. Go ahead, and then uh, make sure you call me because I definitely am going to need my uh, extended warranty on this thing as soon as the season starts. Right. Um, we'll we'll when, link those two together. When's your next event or the soonest event you can actually get out to? Um, shooting for the Father's Day event down at Club Loose. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I can't get to anything because my car's not won't be done till like the end of July, early August. Well. Fly out to Texas. You can take mine out. Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't want that. Trust me. Um, <laughs> thank you though. Uh, but again, uh, thank you for coming on the show. I enjoyed it. Uh, sorry about the mishap in the beginning where I had to figure out how to re-record everything. I'm on a new setup now. Um, I think I got it figured out. So hopefully it stays that way. But again, thank you for coming on. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. And best of luck this year, and we look forward to seeing you on the podium, man. Yeah, I'll look forward to it too, man. All right. Thanks again. Have a good night. Bye. You too.